Morena Tefana. Bienvenidos a nuestra iglesia. Did I say that right or wrong? Yeah. <laughs> it's either Spanish or Italian. I always, the Italians are just too strong in me. That's the problem. Um, for those of you who um, can look around and notice that that side of the church is rather empty, they're all sleeping in. And the ones who have come, you guys are awesome. Yeah. yeah. So Extend did finish last night. All our youth and our youth leaders were away for the week. There was a lot going on. Um, yep, Murr in a wrestling match. Um, uh, problems with, um, with the uh, fire alarms and stuff as well. Yep, all sorts of things going on. Um, also for our team in Fiji who are watching this, um, anyone want to just say, hey, Fiji? Hey, Fiji. hey guys. Um, the team over in Fiji, they're, they're having a, uh, you know, it's been, it's been quite challenging for them. Uh, apart from just personal sickness and stuff, the mission field is big and the workers are few. So um, keep them in prayer, especially as they begin to return this week um, and keep the Extend team uh, and our youth leaders in prayer as well as they, um, yeah, recover. Now let's get stuck into it. We're into Elijah. Everyone remember what happened last week? Oh, no, it's sort of... Okay, first week we started with this. The big picture was only God. We got Elijah who has to basically learn how to depend wholly and solely on God, okay? And rather than confront... He first confronts the king, but rather than going into battle for God, God takes him away and he's got to understand that he's got to rely on God in everything he does, so he's got to be fed by God daily. He's got to rely on his well-being on him. And he learns, first and foremost, only God. Then the next week, you know, we see this big battle between Elijah and the prophets of Baal and, uh, you know, this whole thing. And you think, wow, Elijah's on a roll here. Look what he's doing. This is fantastic. And yet, the moment he feels threatened, he runs. And he has challenged all throughout that time. Who are you, Elijah? Who do you follow? Is it you yourself? Do you feel the power in yourself? Or are you led by God? And in fact, today, I'm going to recount that story a little differently. I'm going to do something a little different. Last week, we did that whole series on, on one king's Chapter 19, when he runs out into the desert, running away from Jezebel who wants to kill him. He's all freaked out. He goes to the mountain. You know, the mountain shakes and the fire and the wind. And then in that still small voice, we hear God. I'm going to recount that story this week a little differently. And I'm giving you basically two messages on the one passage. So let's just kind of recap. Elijah was afraid and he ran for his life. This is in 1 Kings 19, verses 3 to 5. He went and he came to Beersheba in Judah where he left his servant there. It's an interesting fact that he, he's so freaked out that he doesn't want anyone around him. His servant, which would have been actually more like a very close friend, someone who he shared his life with. 
He leaves him in Bathsheba, so he doesn't even want to be with him. He's, he's so freaked out. He's off on his own. So he runs off. He leaves his uh, servant there in Bathsheba. And while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and he came to a broom bush, sat under it, and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he lay under the bush and fell asleep. This is most probably rock bottom for him. He's pulled off the greatest victory all of Israel has seen. A simple prayer consumed hundreds of these false prophets. He had seen the power of God work, and yet when Jezebel puts a hit out on him, he runs. Leaves his friends, leaves everything, ends up in the middle of the wilderness. He's sleeping under a bush. This is as low as it gets. So you think. He doesn't just stop one day into the desert. He continues on. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. Now, the Bibles can be a little confusing sometimes because it names a place in different names. Horeb is actually Mount Sinai. Now, people have suggested that there were two peaks on the mount or there were different parts, one facing east, one facing west. One was Horeb, one was Sinai. It's the same mountain. It's the same place where we read in Exodus chapter 3. Now, Moses was tending the flocks of Jericho, um, um, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And there he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And there the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. It's the same mountain. This mountain has seen quite a lot happen, right? He's run all the way to this place. He's basically retraced all the steps of his ancestors away from the promised land, away from God, into the wilderness, away from everything, to that one mount where he knows God will appear. And he doesn't just appear in like 